This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Tuesday, September the 6th, 2016. to delivering economics with attitude the day after Labor Day. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Homer Lopez. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. And it's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 The lovely Wendy's here to take your call, answer your questions, walk you through your order. Or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com where not only can you order online, but you can get the news to disturb the comfortable where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you again by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. His name is Joe Jaquin. He is the man who does the research and delivers economics with that. Joe, I hope you had a nice Labor Day weekend. How are you today? Well, welcome back. You know, it's one of those short weeks. It feels like Monday, but it's actually Tuesday. Boy, does it feel like Monday? <laughs> it feels like a lousy Monday. But it's just a crappy Tuesday. I hope all of you are well. <laughs> Apparently, we're going to get some rain from uh, some tropical, I don't know, depression or whatever it's called, coming up from Mexico. Uh, get ready for that. Of course, we love that here in the Valley. Great. The Not only do we get their rapists and their criminals and all of that, <laughs> but now we get their tropical storm. Come on. I know. The hits never end. Speaking of hits, uh, the conservative movement uh, took a hit this weekend. Took a blow. Phyllis Schlafly, for those of you that uh, listen to this show, at the bottom of every half hour, uh, you'd get a few minutes of Phyllis Schlafly, and uh, she has passed. Uh, she was 92. Wow. So just... Uh, Incredibly active, you know, kind of a staple here on this show and on this station. She's uh, uh, she's leaving quite a, 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 a I don't know an opening here that's going to be tough to fill. Tough to fill, uh, Phyllis Schlafly. She was founder of the Eagle Forum, amongst other things, and uh, she has passed. I don't know what that means. Uh, if 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 she's going to be, if maybe she's got some pre-recorded stuff for the bottom of the half hour. But uh, for those of you that does the Eagle Forum have somebody who may be stepping I up? I don't know. Spot? So I don't know. So uh, unfortunately, Ramon, our producer, uh, the king of the long weekend, he is still off. 
He's the EW man. Yes. The extended weekend the man. The extended weekend man. So maybe when he gets back, uh, I have inquired. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Jeremy doesn't know, so I don't know that answer if someone's going to be replacing her or not. Uh, but uh, we lost a a great conservative voice uh, over the weekend. And uh, Phyllis, you've you've touched many lives, and and obviously has added tremendous value, uh, at least to the people that wanted to be educated about what it is really happening. And I and I got to tell you, I woke up this morning and I turned on the idiot box, and who do I see? Right there, right on prime time on CNBC, but the the author, the man himself, Kenneth Rogoff, who was the former head, the chief economist of the IMF, uh, a Harvard professor, The Curse of Cash is the book that he was promoting and talking about, and as we've laid this out, okay, We know what's coming. Whether or not you decide to do something about it is up to you. And for all of you out there, maybe you have, maybe it's your wife, maybe it's your husband, maybe it's your your children who think you're nuts and think you're crazy, and when they hear this show, they think I'm nuts and they think I'm crazy. It is abundantly clear. I've, 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 I ordered the book. I'm debating as to whether I should put it up on our website because I don't want this guy to get make money on it. But it, then again, at the same time, I think I have to because you need to see it for yourself. When he talks about the, the ending of cash, we know the mainstream argument. Right? It's for drug dealers. It's for terrorists. Right? It's generally for all of the shady side of, of the economy and the American public and people that use it. Right? That, that they have to know that the end game is ill-gotten means. All right? I mean, that's how they like to portray it. Right, and and at first, you know, remember now, the currencies, we've gone under all these drastic changes over the last 10 years. And and really, for really odd explanation. Right, remember the little-headed presidents? Remember those, Homer? Right? Your your money had the small heads of the presidents on it. Oh, yeah, I remember that, absolutely. Right, right, if you see one of those now... Right? Most people wouldn't even take it. That's not the... What? We don't take little-headed presidents. Then they made big-headed presidents. And then they put colors on the bills. And then now the hundreds got the blue stripe on it. Do they just take those out of circulation and burn them? They do, right? Eventually, yeah. They get right. back to the bank. They, they, to the they, bank. They, yeah. they destroyed them. Right? And now we have this blue-colored currency. Have you ever really thought why? Right, and they remember. Oh, it, it's for counterfeiting because you know apparently that was a huge problem, right? <laughs> you 
you know, that's why we did it. And, of course, really, all along we've been telling you, no, they're just getting you used to change. They're just getting you used to what's coming next. But I will say, when we get back in the next segment, the real reason why they want to get rid of cash, that's next. Radio News Hour, Double J in the love. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And I love, you know, they love to label everything, right? You must be a conspiratorial thinker, right, if you if you uh, think that the government is up to something. But as soon as the, the powers that, to be come out and say this is what we should do, apparently at that point, Somehow, it must be great for the country versus, no, it will never happen. And a lot of you out there think it's not happening. It's happening. The new currency isn't going to be an Amero. There's not going to be another Eurozone. It's going to be digital. And and Roganoff lays it all out in his book. We're going to be sharing segments of the book all week long. Matter of fact, I've just made a decision. I am going to have it up. I'm going to have uh, my boy Ryan's going to have this book up there talking about the the curse of cash. So we know the first reason that they've been using right, the drug dealer, the terrorist, it's all ill-gotten gains. And if we just get rid of it, then we'll get rid of ill-gotten gains, right? Tell that to the Russian hackers or the Chinese hackers or any hacker. But the second part of the argument, and at least, and I haven't read the whole book yet, but this is really the main argument. I have argued for some time phasing out of paper currency is arguably the simplest and most elegant approach to clearing the path for central banks to invoke unfettered negative interest rate policies should they bump up against the, and I quote, the zero lower bound? In other words, after zero, what comes next on interest rates? Treasury bill rates cannot fall much below zero. Of course, we could argue that point. But hey, He's the chief, former chief economist of the IMF. Precisely because 
people always have the option of holding paper currency, which at least pays zero interest. (laughs) Now, here's one of these guys who, for decades, told everybody and their mother, don't buy gold, it doesn't pay interest. Now he's writing a book saying, hey, you know what? The problem is we need to go really bigger. We really got to get negative. But if we do that, everyone's going to take their money out of the bank, put it in the safe. Because at least then it won't be getting hit for interest fees from the negative rate. Of course, I've been telling you, this is coming. You're not going to avoid it. Is it becoming because late at night, I sat in my bed and dreamt of how can I, how can I come up with some conspiratorial thought? How can I come up with a way to try to get people to buy gold? No. Not where it came from. I'm not trying to scare you. I want you to be educated. This is they lay it out right here. Because here's what's going to come when they get rid of the cash. Then you're forced, right? You already are forced, right? Can you really get by not using a bank? So difficult to do, especially if you're working, right? A lot of companies are now mandating what? Electronic deposit. They won't even give you a paper check anymore. Right? So you by, by default, you have to be part of the banking system. And if you want to pay your bills, right, your mortgage, your insurance, If you're a small business owner and you've got like an SBA loan, they want that stuff automatically withdrawn, right? The insurance for the building that you have, your building insurance, your your life insurance, your Obamacare insurance. Of course, those of us that don't use Obamacare, they all want that, what, electronically withdrawn. And here's what they're going to get. See, their whole premise about devaluing the money is to entice you to what? To spend it. Because here's what really he's saying. He's saying, listen, we're going to get to the point where the money's not worth the paper it's printed on. Because if it was, Why would they charge you to have it sitting in the bank? Although in principle, phasing out cash and invoking negative interest rates are topics that could be studied separately, in reality, the two issues are deeply linked. To be precise, It is virtually impossible 
to think about drastically phasing out currency without recognizing that it opens the door to unrestricted negative rates that central banks may someday be tempted to walk through. Of course, they've already walked through it. That's already happened. After all, well, he actually acknowledges, after all, even today, when the door to negative rates is cracked only slightly ajar, I guess that's your definition of slightly. When major central banks, including the Bank of Japan, the European Central Banks, and others have already shoved a foot through, it is important to think about phasing out cash and developing negative negative interest rate policy in an interrogative fashion. Listen, this is what's coming. It's happening right now. They're on their way. He was just on TV this morning saying not only should we get rid of the $100 bill, the $50 bill, the $20 bill, right? Allow for the tens and the fives so you can pay for your football game when you go to your kid's high school football game. But get rid of everything else, and eventually, let's get rid of it all. Any plan to drastically scale back the use of cash needs to provide heavily subsidized, right? you got to give the handout. Here's the handout part. Heavily subsidized basic debit card accounts for all low-income individuals and perhaps eventually basic smartphones as well. <laughs> right? So now you know, okay, Visa's behind it. MasterCard, they're lobbying for this, Discover Amex, right, Apple. Oh, yeah, we got to, you know, hey, got to give these people a free phone and a free credit card, free debit card. Right? This is how things really get done. The main motivation for central banks to rethink the role of cash does not so much seem to be a moral awakening, right? That's your little, you know, all the the arguments that we make fun of. Everyone's a terrorist. Everyone's a drug dealer, right? That's not really the issue. As a realization that paper currency has become a major impediment to the smooth functioning of the global financial system, yes, it's the paper currency that has impeded us. It's not our own policy. <laughs> I love these guys. These guys are great. Right? He went to Harvard to write this crap. I mean, Harvard's got to be so proud. How can something as antiquated as paper currency really matter for a global economy in which the total value of all assets dwarfs the total value of cash? 
This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Mrs. Schlafly is a constitutional attorney, pro-family leader, and author of 25 books, including the best-selling A Choice, Not an Echo. And now, here's Mrs. Schlafly. The Republican and Democratic parties adopted new platforms in their convention to July, and they present two fundamentally different plans for America's future. Never before in our lifetimes have the two platforms been so different. 
with the vacancy of conservative justice Antonin Scalia hanging in the balance this November, the Democrat platform quickly named their top priority. They promised to appoint judges who will protect the abortion industry, not just on the Supreme Court, but all across federal benches. The Republican platform instead attacks the national crisis in our judiciary due to activism by federal judges. Only a Republican president will appoint judges who respect the rule of law expressed within the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, including the inalienable right to life and the laws of nature and nature's God, the GOP platform explains. The GOP platform calls for rebuilding the U.S. military into the strongest on earth with vast superiority over any other nation or group of nations. The Democrats' platform does not mention military superiority or even American exceptionalism, but instead blames Americans for a recent uptick in Islamophobia. More than a quarter of the Republican platform is devoted to a section called America Resurgent, which sets forth the necessary steps to restore peace through strength while listening to the wisdom of President George Washington's warning to avoid foreign entanglements and unnecessary alliances. The Democratic platform calls for tangling the United States in a global network of alliances. The sharp contrast between these two platforms leaves no doubt about which party should receive your vote in November. You know the issues in the 2016 presidential election campaign, illegal immigration, terrorism, globalism, a strong military, religious freedom, and who will be appointed to the Supreme Court. But you're only hearing spin and sound bites from the national media. Want a better understanding of what's at stake? Go to eagleforum.org for a complete collection of commentaries that makes the issues crystal clear. That's eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. it all the time you got to get ready you have to prepare for what's coming in wall street that used to be what they told you invest for the long term but they don't say that anymore because they know Right? They want you to pretend like what happens day to day is what is important. Uh, by the way, um, gold's rocking again up another twenty dollars today. I, you know, I said that Thursday. Get ready, uh, silver. Uh, silver's approaching twenty dollars, up uh, almost sixty cents this morning. Nineteen dollars eighty six cents. Uh, first, we had the bad jobs number Friday. Then this morning, the ISM. The non-manufacturing, the service sector, you know, your waitresses, your waiters, your bartenders, 
apparently they had a really bad month. Apparently now even that's getting difficult, uh, which is, of course, guiding them back to there's no chance. Like the old Vince McMahon, no chance that the Federal Reserve is going to be raising rates. But that's not the story. And I've been trying to get you to get your arms around this. The central banks are getting ready for what's coming next. You need to get ready. There's a reason why all of these countries recalled all their gold. Well, you better bring that back here now. All right. Uh, yeah, after 35 years, 40 years, 45 years of debt everywhere. Ah, the end game's starting to come. Yeah, we'll take that gold back. I know you're holding it for us. You did a good job holding it, but yeah, we're going to need that back. Or the ones that didn't have it miraculously now starting to buy it. The central banks that used to sell it, they don't sell it anymore. They're getting ready for what comes next. And we're getting a look at it right here. Reading out of uh, Ken Rogoff's book. For those of you that didn't see it, he was on CNBC this morning talking about the need to get rid of cash. And it's not for the, the obvious, you know, you're, you're a bad person. It's not the bad person car. As long as people have the choice of paper money, they are not going to be willing to, an, to accept an interest rate that is significantly lower on any kind of bond except perhaps for modestly compensating differential because cash is costly to store and insure. In other words, what he's saying is hey, they'll let it go a little negative. But you start charging them, especially if you've got to start charging them, you know, 1%, 2 3%. We're going to pull that money out of that bank so quick, and then all the banks will fail. So we got to make sure that doesn't happen. As trivial as the problem seems, I don't know what's trivial about it, but the zero-bound has essentially crippled monetary policy across the advanced or across the advanced world for much of the past 8 years since the financial crash of 2008 zero interest rates has crippled monetary policy what did he mean by that well, I'm going to tell you if unconstrained negative rate policies were possible, all and all the necessary financial, institutional, and legal preparations were made, central banks would never run out of bullets. Right? That's what they are. Oh, the Fed's going to be out of bullets. Right? they got to raise rates before the next recession because they're going to be out of bullets. But, hey, if we get rid of cash, they're never out of bullets. Isn't that a great one? Right? They can just line you up and, dude, they get out, they get the M16 out and just start shooting you. Right? Scarface you, right? I don't do a very good machine gun sound. 
But could you imagine they're just this is what they're getting ready for? Mow down your wealth as quickly as possible. They would never run out of bullets. Example, they could just keep cutting rates. What are you going to do? Here's your choice. This is what they're talking about. A good case can be made that open-ended negative interest rate policies would be extremely helpful in the depth of a financial crisis. In other words, what he's saying is, yeah, I know we created the problem. Right? We got all this debt, or wait, financial assets, I mean debt. And we're going to need you to essentially drain your bank account. And if you don't drain the bank account, if you won't spend your money, then we're going to have to start taking it. And we'll just keep taking as much as we possibly can until you've spent it, period. Whatever happened to saving for your retirement? Right? What, what essentially they're saying is, and, and, and really... They don't like to use the word confiscation. But that's really what negative interest rates is. See, they blamed gold for their ineptness in 1933. It was gold's fault. And if we just take it away and replace it with paper, We'll get the economy going because we're going to create inflation, which is more of a, again, a pretty word for confiscation, devaluation. Now the problem is devaluation doesn't work anymore. So now they need to go back to confiscation. This guy was on national television this morning advocating just this point being paraded around like some kind of hero. And now we're understanding exactly what is happening. They're getting ready. This is what's coming next. What's coming next is they're getting ready to start confiscating your money right out of your bank account, right out of your 401k, right out of your IRA. How do you like central planning now? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break.
come back. 800-951-0592. Uh, gold's up $23 and no end in sight, it looks like here. 1346 Silver's up over 60, 61 cents now. Today's special U.S. $20 gold pieces, they're going to be $1,375 as the the market in the just just since the Labor Day holiday. I mean, this just ended. I mean, today's the first day back has just expired. Exploded uh, as news broke uh, this morning about the ISM, the non-manufacturing index. That was the the uh, I guess what do you want to call it? the bright spot, right? We know that the manufacturing part, there is no manufacturing going on anymore, uh, fell to the lowest level since 2010. I mean, this was. This was caught, caught the market completely off guard. And, of course, I'm one of those people that, hey, don't worry. They wanted to talk tough, but they were going to make sure that the data wasn't going to allow for any rate hikes uh, and, and now has everybody back on edge. Uh, but U.S. $20 gold pieces, I mean, you're going to save 10 bucks a throw uh, on the $20 gold pieces. They're thirteen or $1,475. If you buy 20 or more, we'll throw in the shipping at 800-951-0592. If you're looking on the silver side, we actually had in this, I'm going to tell you, and Wendy Wendy will agree with this, you can't say it never happens, but very, very rarely does our bullion bank make a mistake and they made one uh we we had uh were expecting a bag of dimes to to hit and we were shipping uh some people out uh this morning when we opened that bag there wasn't dimes in it instead it was quarters and so now uh, in order to make it right, they gave us a break on the price. We're going to give you a break. Rolls of of quarters. There's 40 quarters in a roll. And there's, uh, on the mat, that's $10 face value. So that would be 7.15 ounces of silver in that roll. I'm going to do the rolls. At a hundred and sixty dollars, which puts the price per ounce uh, all the way down to twenty-two dollars and thirty-seven cents. And you think about spot silver essentially at twenty dollars. Uh, just a fantastic opportunity uh, to pick up some silver at, at you know just a few dollars over the spot price. So you got two two options, two great options. U.S. twenty dollar gold pieces, fourteen seventy five. When you buy twenty or more, we'll throw in the shipping. On the silver side, rolls of pre nineteen sixty five silver quarters. 
There's 40 of them in a roll. That's $10 face value of junk silver. That's what we refer to it as. 7.15 ounces of silver in every roll. And going to do those at $160. And right now, the way silver is going, it probably probably needs to be closer to 170 a roll. Right now, uh, have them at 165 so save $5 a roll for the rest of the day at 800 And I've got, let's call it 50 rolls of quarters at that price. For the last, I don't know, what would you say, Homer, three or four months, we've talked a lot about IRAs. It's been an absolute um, topic of... uh... Well, of great importance because uh, people have to have an option. Well, and people are worried, right? You, you hear shows like this, and then you start to wonder, because most people, if they have any savings at all, it's in their 401K, it's in their IRA. And so what does all of what I just talked about mean? And it doesn't matter whether you're in a bank or a credit union it really doesn't matter. The, in the eyes of the central bank, they're all the same. Credit unions, banks, and the big picture are all the same. And what is coming next is simply they need to get rid of cash so they can implement negative interest rate policies, and they need to be not a little negative, because that doesn't work. Right, it hasn't worked in Japan, it hasn't worked in the EU, it hasn't worked. And of course what they're going to do is double down, try to make it work. I'm going to force right the, the square peg into the round hole one way or another. And that means we're going to start charging people. Because you've got to remember, the banks can't stay in business with negative rates, right? That's another thing I, I've always said. It makes no sense. They're going to force them to start charging people. And they already know if we charge them too much, they're going to do something drastic, like take out the money. We don't want that. So we need to get rid of money. We need to get rid of cash. A lot of people are looking at putting their IRAs into gold. A huge warning out of the Wall Street Journal about those gold companies that tell you you can keep it at your house. We'll talk about that one next. Final segment on a Tuesday. We'll talk more about this again tomorrow as well. This was the front page of the business and finance section of the Wall Street Journal this weekend. Talking about the perils 
of home gold in your IRA. Advertisements this summer, of course, it's been longer than that, have claimed that people can invest their tax-free retirement accounts in gold and store it at home. Of course, we've been telling you you can't. The IRS now has issued a stern warning against the move. The Internet and radio pitches suggest that people can invest funds from their individual retirement accounts in gold coins and bullion and store the metals at home or in a safe deposit box away from the stock market collapses and government intrusion. Now you can get away from the collapses. Not going to get away from the government intrusion. One ad for Hartford Gold Group, never heard of them, but shows a smiling company near an open safe containing gold bars in the text, your gold, your hands, your control. Others urge consumers to start your home storage gold IRA and store IRA metals wherever you choose even if it's in your own home. Experts in a, 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 on a, well, what they're calling alternative assets, IRAs, which hold investments and other traded securities, are highly skeptical of the strategy. Of course they are. The result is, is one, the IRA, IRA rules are intended to prevent which is that the account owner possesses talent, tangible personal property belonging to the IRA. According to a law partner at GCA in San Francisco, the IRS says it's now warning taxpayers to be very wary of anyone claiming that precious metals held in your IRA, can be stored at your home or in a safe deposit box. We can help you store your IRA legally. It's stored at the Delaware Depository. No, you can't hold it, but it is physically there. And I know so because we put it there. And you can do it legally, very low fees. I, I mean, I, we've gone over these fees now a couple of different times, but you can have up to $100,000 in your gold IRA and only pay $175 a year. That's it. That's your fee. And if it's over a hundred, uh, over 100000 it's still like $225. It's, it's, I want to say you could have, they cap it. I want to say the cap. In other words, if you've got maybe half a million or a million at like $375. U.S. $20 gold pieces, $1,475, 20 or more. We throw in the shipping and rolls of silver quarters at $160, 800, 951, 